Hello and welcome to the Zenial Mom Podcast. I am Amy. And I'm Carrie. Am I Amy? I guess I am. You are Amy. I am Amy. You are missing one very important person, Amy. I am. Carrie, Amy, oh, and Scott, Scott Holmes. <laughs> we love you, Scott. Yes. <laughs> With our stomps and claps. That'll never get old. <laughs> Stomps and claps. Stomps and claps. We're a little silly, and there silly might guy. be an open bottle of vino. I was gonna say there might Studio be an open bar. Studio Z. Open bar. You know, maybe that should be the next Zenial Mom podcast. An open bar? No, we open a bar called Studio oh, Z. Yes, we should. Let's. Open. I, I don't know what I'll get the energy to do this. Oh, but I've never. We got to write all this down. Along I mean, the pioneer woman. What? Along with my Mexican food truck. Yes. Uh, we do need that. Mm-hmm. We do we need do. that. I still haven't, I still have not gone to the Caribbean food truck in town. I keep saying I need to. It's, Is that out in the wintertime? I don't know. I have no it, it, By Christmas, it went over towards Walmart, but it's usually at Home Depot. Yeah. I've never tried that. I still haven't been mm-hmm. to the Jamaican place. I need to do that too. We need to do that. Yes. Oh. These are New Year's <laughs> resolutions, Carrie. Well, it's funny because I'm trying to eat out less. Well, you and me but I've told myself no takeout from just me. Okay. But it, it has to be going out to eat has to be a social event. Okay, nice. You know, which kind of brings us into what we're going to be talking about later on with not not New Year's resolutions. Oh gosh, we're going to talk about that later. So before we do though, how was your New Year's? New Year's Eve was pretty boring, and that really, mm-hmm. I love New Year's Eve, I'm not really? going to lie. I just love the hope and optimism of okay. New Year. I did a blog post on my personal blog at carriemckim.com about hope. Okay. Just, yeah, like, I think I was kind of being a little harsh on my younger self, because hope, hope was so easy back then. Life was good, everything was easy. Yeah. Where now that I've been through dark times, it's harder to have hope at times. Like, it, mm-hmm. I had to go through a couple of New Year's where it was hard to go, to have hope. Yeah. So it's just... So you like seeing it out there. You like Yes, I just it. love the optimism and the energy. And though going out to bars is just... And around here, there's no place... Yeah. Like, I would love to go somewhere for dinner, maybe music. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there was one thing I did want to do... But I wouldn't have made it till midnight. But I couldn't because I was coming back from New York. I was in New York oh, for a couple right. of days. Yeah. Um, so we were back before it even started. But the weather was really bad New Year's Eve here. Mm-hmm. I had to drive the end yeah, of my ride. I was ride. worried about you driving that. The irony good. is I was in New York and the storm started two days before. So I was oh, pretty much in that storm for three days. Holy Yeah, God. but by the time it was in Maine, I had to drive in snow. In New York, it was a ton of ice. Ugh. Like, yeah, I, I had good. more running around I wanted to do, but I didn't. I just stayed put. And I'm like, I'm going to have to go back out and do this in, like, a week or two. But ice scares me. Yeah, snow, like, even tonight, it's snowing. It's yeah. light snow. Light snow. Yeah. It's all right. I have a Subaru. Yeah. But, where was I going to Oh, yeah, so the one thing I did kind of want to do, mm-hmm. it was the first annual, but I don't know if you heard about in Winter Harbor, the lobster drop. They're not dropping a real lobster, like a... Plastic Drop a or real lobster into a tank of well, I don't want. Water. I don't want the PETA people coming after <laughs> coming after the Zenial Mom podcast. Okay, we've already talked about pot lobsters in Maine this summer, smoking 
spinning, which doesn't even work. Wait, do you remember this? No. Where some restaurant in Southern Maine was advertising, they're, they're putting, they're basically hotboxing their lobsters for people that... Are these the people that put, like, marijuana into the lobsters? Yeah, basically they, they do that... They took a box... In Southwest Harbor. Well, they took a box, put a lobster in it, and put the smoke in with the lobster. I don't know if they were... I, I mean, it, it was kind of more to get publicity than anything, because as people point out, lobsters don't have lungs. So that really doesn't do anything. Like they were jokingly billing it as a more humane way because you're sedating the lobster first. I don't know. And anyway, it was ridiculous. And um, a restaurant locally was like making fun of them. It was kind of, it, it was just hilarious at the time. Like let's let's get the lobster let's stone the lobsters. <laughs> no, but the in northeast uh, northeast Winter Harbor. Mm -hmm. Lots of harbors in we Maine. We have many harbors. Many har the land of many harbors. The land of many harbors. <laughs> Winter Harbor yes. was doing, and I may want to do it next year if they do it, but the lobster drop, a wooden lobster. They But they Let's drop see. it at 8 o'clock because they wanted the kids to be able to see it. Oh, was that through Scudic Arts I think all, so. I, think? I, I believe think I heard, so. Uh, the director talking about that. That's but neat. But they were going to have music going until midnight. Oh, fun. But that way, and I think that's something because... Around here, people don't unless unless in the future when I have my main house, maybe yeah. I'll throw a party. But yeah, if I don't, I think that'd be a fun thing to take my daughter because it's just that, that does seem kind of neat. I mean, I, I also appreciate the fact that it's earlier. I talked to you, my own personal New Year's Eve. I was basically online with my gaming friends <laughs> at midnight. They had like these little fake things in game where you could toast. It was kind of funny. Anyway, um, and. Several people I talked to, not necessarily in game, but afterwards online in real life in my job, were all, were all saying, you know, there's just too many drunk drivers on New Year's Eve. We just don't want to risk it. You know, we have family and law enforcement. They say, you know, don't be out on the roads New Year's mm -hmm. Eve. So if you can throw a party and have, you know, you can space stay available night. to spend the night, I'm so all, all over that. I'll be like my daughter's godmother and invest in a bunch of air mattresses. That would be perfect. We'll do that. And yeah. I will bring cheese fondue. Okay, I like oh, cheese. And chocolate fondue. We'll do both. Okay. We'll do a fondue. I, oh, I wish I could come up with some witty thing <laughs> to be a pun on fondue, but my mind I, is blank. No, you know I love puns. Oh, yeah. And plays on words. I, I did come up with fondue interest when we lived in Arizona because they had the, the melting pot restaurants there. I never went. They oh, had man. one in Albany, and Those I never awesome. made it. They it's since so closed it. It, it's a really, it's an interesting, more personalized way to do it because they bring you the pots, you cook it right there in front of you, uh -huh. you know, just you and your party. At, at any rate, that was, there was always a Our resolution, we need to just have more gatherings with awesome people. But when we have gatherings with awesome people, we tend to eat a lot. And like we did on New Year's Day. Like, yes. Where, where, where Amy with two dogs, my daughter and I came over yep. and I stopped at Hannaford and I may have bought $70 of, no, to be fair, my daughter did get some stuff she needed right. and wanted. And, but most of that was cheese most and wine. Most of that was cheese. There was an amazing And the fancy salsa. I got yep. the fancy stuff. Salsa. And which, we, it was way too much cheese. I made broccoli cheddar soup tonight yes. with a leftover cheese. Which looked awesome. It's really good. It was on my Facebook page. Yeah. And my personal Instagram, which is yeah. Carrie Ann McKim. Not to be confused with our Instagram. Which is? 
Zenial Mom Podcast. Yes. We're also on Facebook at Zenial Mom Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Zenial Mom Pod, because Twitter has to be difficult. Has to be difficult. Good tie-in there. So, yeah, yeah, we had cheese. We had lots of cheese. We had wine. And merriment. And merriment, and we were rocking the 90s music. We were. Which... Yes. Which, 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 remember that? I sent you and other Amy that meme that has Steve Carell from The Office and just says, 2050 is closer to 2020 than, ni-. or just, wait. It, how did it go? I'm just going to go look. Yeah. Because well, I'm, I'm, butcher, I'm butchering it. While you're looking it up, I should say, we forgot to mention, I made y'all homemade whoopie pies while you you're in did. the kitchen with me. You did. I rocked the whoopie pies. I hadn't done that in years. Where, that was awesome. Where is this? And it was I one of those of things that made... <laughs> wait. Oh, Don't wait. you hate how Facebook... Attachment like, unavailable. What? Wait. Okay, I had... Oh, no, wait. I sent the one that said, like, in 2020... Oh, I should pull this one up. I was going to say, I have a lot of them. Hold on, where's my... I have the Facebook link. Here it is. Should we delve right into this? Oh, here it is. 2050 is as far away as 1990. Yes. And 1990 feels like it was 20 years ago. 1990 feels like it was... Like last decade. 15... Not that long ago. When we were in middle school. Holy cow. Not that much older than our daughters. Yeah. So we were rocking the 90s music. Which, can I just say... Yeah. So I, I shared this with you and other Amy. It was somebody I know that shared it on Facebook from waitbutwhy.com. Mm-hmm. All these fun facts. Mm-mm. When World War II started, the Civil War felt as far away to Americans as World War II feels to us now. Wow. <laughs> and this page has graphs that show Holy Civil cow. War, 74 years. World War II, 75 oh. years. 2020. Oh, my gosh. Um, the Soviet Union breakup is now as distant a memory as JF- JFK's assassination was when the Civil Union, Soviet Union broke up. Holy cow. This is moving on to more inane topics. There have been more Super Bowls since 19, since the 1993 Cowboy Bill Super Bowl than before it. Uh, okay. Which tonight I may be distracted because the Patriots are playing. Oh, still? Okay. Oh, they just started. The, oh, Bills, the Bills just lost to the Texans, which I was actually rooting for the Bills because that was Brian's team. See, I'm, uh, I'm used to being in Arizona. Um, You're a New England girl. Well, no, I'm used to being in Arizona where the games weren't so late because they're three hours uh, behind. Right now we are quarter one, Titans seven, Patriots three. But it's early. It's early. It's early. It's early. So I'm probably gonna be a little distracted. So wait, wait, what? Okay, here we are. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Um. Oh boy, and West Germany's 1974 World Cup victory happened closer to the first World Cup in 1930 than today. Oh, here's one. The Wonder Years aired from 1988 to 1993 and depicted the years between 1968 and 1973. Okay. Then the author. When I watched the show, it felt it was set in a in okay. It felt like it was set in a time long ago. If a new Wonder Years premiered today, it would cover the years between 2000 and 2005. Holy cow. <laughs> but to our kids, that would feel like a long time ago. Our kids weren't around. Yeah, that would definitely feel a long time ago. Also Holy remember cow. when Jurassic Park, The Lion King, and Forrest Gump came out in theaters? Yeah. Closer to the moon landing than today. 
Oh my gosh. Y2K? This is like blowing my mind. Y2K? Closer to the 70s than today. What? Here you go. Meanwhile, the O.J. Simpson trial is now a halfway between the 1960s and today and closer to the Charles Manson trial. As for you, if you're 60 or older, so our boomers, mm -hmm. you were born closer to the 1800s than today. Well, let's not tell them that. That might depress them. It's true. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Today's 35-year-olds okay. were born closer to the 1940s than today. Good grief. I, I think, I'm not sure. This might be depressing me a little bit. Let's move on to the topic. It's just, it blows your mind. It does. That is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So yes, we are, we are old. We are, we're not going to use, we have matured gracefully, Carrie. <laughs> hey, I, I say I'm going to live we're gonna my 90s. Hey, my grandmother made it to 100. The other one made it to 90. Your grandmother made it to her 90s, right? One made it to 90 and yeah. one made it to 95. So. See? We got good genes. We're going to be grumpy old ladies at the bar together. Yes, we are. We'll and still be podcasting. Well, there'll be no Zennials <laughs> around to listen to us. We'll, we'll just like be talking into thin air and it'll just magically broadcast because we had the thought in our head that we are going to broadcast it, right? And we just won't care. Just oh, because technology will be so exactly. different. There you go. It's like <laughs> Melissa, one of our biggest fans. Thank you so much, Melissa. We appreciate Thank you, the Melissa. support. She sent me a meme that said it's twenty. It had the Jetsons on. It says it's twenty twenty, and I don't see a single flying car anywhere. Yes, I agree. Where what are the flying cars? Where are the flying cars? I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I regret that we don't have some of this technology. We were promised. <laughs> At the same time, I really can't imagine. But what's some new technology? What's some technology you're glad we have? Cell phones. Oh, good grief, I couldn't live without my cell phone. Yeah, it's funny when you think about it. Like, any information any I need, information. a recipe, I need... Yes. Or let's... look up the statistics, like we were doing earlier. <laughs> it's all on your I'm phone. not watching the Patriots game, but what's the score? But think about it. In, so... So much information. Right, so my grandmother was one of the first in our family to get a computer, a home computer. I was, was it about, a big Apple IIe? No, it was a Tandy. I don't even know. It was what like that a is. Tandy two or something from Radio Shack. And Radio I was, Shack. Radio Shack. I was six or so, and I played on the the word games like uh, was it Zork? I think oh, that sounds just like these word familiar. games on there. And it's just amazing to think how far technology has come in my lifetime, let alone in my grandmother's lifetime. I mean, she passed away last <laughs> January. I already, and I think when you go, the book Generations by Neil Strauss, I should reread it. I got it in the 90s, which is just as far away as 2050. <laughs> they, maybe there's a newer edition, but he kind of broke down from the from a historic point of view, the different generations and how, okay. like, this, how history shaped them, how they shaped history. And it's always in a cycle of four generations, yeah. like in a roughly 80-year cycle. Okay. So, you know, Generation X has its, I mean, for the sake of this conversation, obviously Zennial, you know, but. We're unique. <laughs> I still think you and I personally definitely relate more to the Gen X side we of We do, but we have older siblings, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and the people that are in our part of the cycle mm -hmm. and maybe it's more true to our brothers and sisters but our older brothers and sisters but 
they say people in this part of the cycle, when they get to be older age, they really do feel like they're relics of a different time. Mm. Though it's probably true of everybody, but there's something about the way technology goes that I guess it's more true to that cycle. And I already feel that way a little bit, because... Yeah, there's certain things that if I applied my mind to, I could definitely do, such as, you know, okay, my dad has a new MP3 player. It's not Apple. And he wants me to help him with it. Okay, well, I can upload the software. I can rip his CDs that he has. I can load it on the MP3 player. Do I really feel like doing it? No. Do I have the skills to do it? Yes. Would it take me a little bit longer? Maybe I have to Google some answers. Probably. But I'm just like, uh, I don't feel like it. It's funny because one of the big debates is like, are we teaching our kids the proper skills? And everybody always says, they need a class in their high school that teaches them how to balance a checkbook. But who balances their checkbook anymore? No, you log in and you check your bank account. You log in, check your bank balance. And what I do is I check to see, okay, here's the checks I've written. Have they come through yet? Nope. You write. And I have to account for those. I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh at you for a second and point and laugh and say, huh, you still write checks. Offering a church. To be fair, I pay one check in rent. Um. A check, and then my daughter's dance yeah. is still checks. Yes, yeah. see, the Girl Scout stuff is still checks. You know, stuff for okay. cheering is still checks, and offering a church is still Because I check. found out my best friend doesn't even own any checkbooks. She does so, everything online. I mean, we had an online offering system through my church town in Arizona, but the thing was, okay, the offering plate's being passed. I'm putting nothing in it. You don't want the people next to you to go, hey, you're Let me good. say that, because <laughs> before Brian passed, he was on the... Um, I can't, the parish council mm-hmm. in our, our Catholic church in Albany. And then with the parish council was older and our priest was older, but there was a younger priest because usually a priest his first year out of seminary okay. would come for a year or two at yeah. our parish. And um, he sided with Brian on this, but Brian pushed, he's like, you guys should just have people be able to deduct it from it. You're going to get more money. You're going to yes. get people that don't show up to church who are going to be like, well, I'm not going to not take it that week. And if it's automated, it comes out, you can count on that source of income, which a lot of charities do that now too. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, automate your $10, $20 a month and you can rely on that steady stream of income. It's, it's a but smart it's true. Like if it. for whatever reason I miss church, I'm still, they're still going to get their mm-hmm. X amount of money. Yeah. Um, but obviously Brian died before that ever. Well, hopefully they still implemented that it. The, the young priest has moved on to another parish. Our priest that was awesome retired. So who knows? Yeah. I'm here now. But speaking of bank accounts, so I do remember, and this is such a zenial thing, is I remember watching that show Silver Spoons with Ricky Schroeder. And they had a crossover where, um, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, from Different Strokes. Okay. Gary Coleman. Um, was visiting, and he was mm-hmm. in his character, and this kid, played by Ricky Schroeder, I guess was really smart, and he was he had a like, big, huge 1980s computer. And I remember him talking about, to, why can't I remember his name? Gary Coleman's character. What you talking about, Willis? You know who I'm talking about. I, I do, but I don't remember the character oh, what's name. What's his name? Well, Arnold. Arnold. Okay. Um, He was telling Arnold, well, technology... Someday people are going to do all their banking on computers. I remember being a little child in the 1980s being like, but how? Yeah. Like, you have to go to the bank to do bank. Like, the check. Like, my, my childhood mind cannot grasp how you could do banking mm-hmm. online. Now it's very rare I even go to the bank. 
I maybe take money out of the ATM. Maybe if I have a yeah. But I mean, I don't even have to like a physical check. I can do that on the app on my phone. Exactly. So unless it's something like really big, like, like a big, a, like okay. if I have a bigger check, I might yeah. go to the bank just to make sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's just funny because like in 1980, I never right could grasp like funny how like the thought because that was back when you had like the bank book where they kind of had a running yeah tally of what's in your account. So funny. I never had much in my oh, account. Changes, changes. Speaking of changes, so. We've are we going to talk about resolution? We are. So we kind Changing of, our behavior. We kind of started a little bit about... <laughs> I uh, the cough, sorry. Just, we, we talk about this a little bit ahead of time. and um, Carrie and I don't like New Year's resolutions, which we'll get into. But um, before we do, I want to pull up these statistics a little bit Okay. on New Year's resolutions. Because you know us, we love our numbers. We love numbers we and we love, love numbers, facts. And we love facts. So there's a Forbes article, it's about a year old, and so out of everyone that uh, makes a New Year's resolution, <coughs> less sorry. than 25% of those people are still committed to their resolutions after just 30 days. Less than 25%. Less than 8% accomplish their New Year's resolutions each year. Less than 8%. Because it's too much pressure. It, yes. It's laid out all wrong. It's, it's good intention laid out all right. wrong. Now, this part was interesting to me. 55% of New Year's resolutions were health-related. This is from a New York Post article. It's about a year old. So exercising, eating healthier, getting out of financial debt. And it made me think, um, why do we make all these resolutions that are health-related? Because if I was really sitting down and thinking about what I want to do, I think for me would be something self-improvement, you know, join a book club, go back to college, take a class in photography, something that's going to improve my life without having that negativity of diet, exercise. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they're, I, I don't know. So let's I get into know, this. I mean, I have goals. Right. New Year's goals but I don't have like re- the thing about resolutions is you don't follow them like think about the proverbial mm-hmm. person gave up smoking if they fall off the wagon then they're it's over right where goals it can be like all right I want to cut down on cut down over and that's what one of these articles was saying actually was instead of these new year's resolutions hard things to do do goals instead because resolutions are they're like 100% we're doing this it's all or nothing they pressure. feel so black yes. and white yes Exactly. Like, after the new year, I'm not going to drink soda. Okay. It's just so black and white. Right. You know, which I haven't had soda. It wasn't a resolution or a goal. It just, yeah, I just didn't I, I did not drink soda at the beginning of 2016 until we went on a cruise in February. Mm-hmm. I did have soda on the cruise, and I did have soda. And then Brian went in the hospital, and then I was right. back to drinking soda, and I've been drinking soda since. Yeah. But I haven't had soda the, so far this year. I should have said it as a resolution. I would have been successful. (laughs) For three or four days. Um, But we talk about it in terms of personal goals, personal development. And this is actually, you know, now that we're talking about it, it's the way dietitians really say we should think about things like weight loss. It's not, okay, I'm going to cut down. I'm not going to be eating sugar. You know, the way I do it, unfortunately, I'm not going to eat sugar. I'm not going to eat gluten. I'm not going to eat... animal products as you're drinking vino as i'm drinking wine i'm gonna cut back on alcohol (laughs) i'm gonna cut it all out what they say is okay it's fine to make those goals but if you slip a little bit so many people just give up 
and snowball from there. Instead of saying, okay, I made one mistake. I ate, you know, the, I, I ate the whoopie pie that Amy made that she put in front of me. Okay, that's okay. Tomorrow I'm going to start all over again. And I feel like when you have these black and white New Year's resolutions, you're like, oh, I screwed up. Too late. We're done. Well, that's like, and I'm trying to like use this approach in my eating. And I'm trying to use this approach in my budgeting. So I'm trying to like, I feel like growing the grocery store, I hemorrhage money because there's no accountability whatsoever. So I'm trying to see what I, um, what I already have in the house. Mm -hmm. What can I make from that? What do I need to buy to fill that out? Tracking. Yeah, and actually eat what I cook instead of letting it just sit in the fridge. And right, I'm okay with leftovers. It's just you know, like today I made the broccoli cherry soup and I had six helpings left over. I'm like, I'm gonna be so sick of this in a couple of days. <laughs> How long will it keep? <laughs> Probably no more than three or four days. I don't know. Because um, I sit there and I'm like, well, the broccoli was in the fridge a couple of days before. <laughs> it's like I think about all these statistics. But you recooked it, so... Does that add on time? I don't, I don't know if know. it adds on time, but it definitely doesn't make it worse. I don't know. I froze it. It didn't quite smell the same as the fresh, but... Right. I had my mother sniff it, and I was like, does this smell okay? And she thought it smelled okay, but... <laughs> I'm not sick. It's been a couple hours after, and... Brian always said food poisoning hits almost instantaneous. Really? That's what he always said. I thought it was it's within an hours. hour or two. It's I don't know. Within an hour? Interesting. Okay. That's what he always said. Okay. I have no idea. He's he's dead, so he's not here to he's not here <laughs> to defend his his not logic. Here to defend his I don't have position. a stomach ache or anything. Maybe as the week goes oh on, as I'm eating the leftovers, you'll be fine. It's all good. No, but like I know I I watched a few videos on YouTube, Jordan Page. I forget cheap free or frugal cheap or free I don't mm-hmm. know she's got like eight kids and I watched like a few of her grocery videos I just came across them on YouTube sure. you know how YouTube is and um one thing she said about like food it's the one dollar five dollar ten dollar decisions that add up yes and does. that's and I think that's the way it is with food it's not I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing to give up sugar and stuff but sometimes you really have to think it's the decision right in front of you mm-hmm it's, you know, do I not eat this right now? And it's only, right. I try to only focus on that one decision, you know. Like, I, I'm, you know, I admit my daughter gets happy meals probably a little bit more than I care to admit. I'm going to try Same. to get her down to one day a week after, you know, Wednesday nights it's, we have gymnastics and swim. Yes, when you have so much But, you on. know, the decision might be, I'm not going to get anything for me. I'm going to wait till I get home. Yes. Right. And then she can still get her happy meal helps the budget it helps my health right <laughs> you know yeah it's not easy so it's, yeah when you're leaving swim and it's late and you're hungry yeah and it's like i know and it's just oh my gosh okay we gotta cook again it's Do easy for me to cook? be like <laughs> yeah so if we're not making resolutions what are we focusing on for this year carrie goals goals what goals would you like to focus on this year I mean, the usual, the health, the yeah. being better with my money. Yeah. Um, I thought about putting myself out there, but so far, as I as I lamented to you mm-hmm. through, through our messaging, yeah. you know, and I, I'm extremely happy for all the people in my Facebook news feed that got engaged. <laughs> I'm extremely happy. I don't want people to think it's bitter because it's not. Oh, my but God. But you can't help but look at that and think, gee, and all I have is a dead husband and a guy in my Bumble inbox that only wants to talk about Seinfeld, which I like <laughs> Seinfeld, but I like to talk about other things, too. Sure. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it's a whole new decade, which maybe adds the pressure a little bit to your life because mm. you're thinking, I felt woefully unprepared. Every year I like to come in with things I want to work on and yeah. where I hope my life will be. And it's a whole new decade. Technically. We're, that's um, a, that um, is such a debate. Oh my gosh. Is that a crazy debate? Hey, there's that meme on Facebook that had the four stick people arguing about it. Where the well, one stick oh, person, one stick person says, well, technically, this way says, no, they're decades. They're not cardly numbered. And then the, that they're all going back and forth. And yeah. finally, the one stick person goes, I know, I, I have the answer that solves this. And everybody listens. All the other three stick people yeah. listen. And he just says, MC Hammers Can't Touch This, in parentheses, 1990, was featured on I Love the 90s, yes. not I Love the 80s. And everybody's like, okay, I can agree with that logic. It's the number in front of it, right? It's a decade. It's, it's not. It's a tw- two, zero, therefore it goes into the 20s, and we're going to call it a oh new much, decade. Have you seen that scam on Facebook? Which one? Main Police, and I think it's been going around countries. Oh, dear. Don't, don't, when you write a check, when we do write a, the, the check, the few we write, write 2020, so they can't doctor. Yes. They can't fudge the date. Yes, or... that came through my work as well, because I work in an industry where we sign a lot of papers, and mm-hmm. one of the notices that came from, um, not from our corporate headquarters, but from one of our uh, regional folks said, you know, just have your clients write 2020. It, just have them add the extra digits. And I didn't even think about that. Be like Barbara Walters. This it's, is 2020. This is 2020. I can't do a Barbara Wal- Walters accent. So I'm trying to, you know, I don't do resolutions either because I know I'm going to break them. I'm trying to think of what I want to do this year for myself. I think that's a good resolution and I think that you should be doing that. I think one of my commitments is going to be getting out of town once a month. Even if it's something small, like visiting uh, my sister out of state or visiting, like I'm going in a couple weeks, hopefully. Knock on wood if the weather holds. I'm going Go to New York with me. In, in and where is she? Oh, she's in uh, south of Ottawa. Um, hoping to visit my cousin. Next, when you go to New York one of these months, I'll come with you. We'll go out for Mexican. We'll go food. out for good Mexican. Or hibachi. Yeah. And there's a lot of friends that are within driving distance that I haven't seen in a good long time. So I kind of want to. Do something like that. Maybe a girl's trip to Florida. Right? Yeah. Spring break it. Let's spring break. Can you imagine? We'll podcast from Florida. (laughs) That would be a riot. My only problem with that, though, is I feel guilty going to Florida, especially Disney area, and not taking my kids. Because that is a goal of mine. See, I have to take my daughter to Disney. I didn't travel much this year. Just back and forth to New York. Yeah. I mean, Brian and I cruised every year, and then... I mean, 2016, I spent, we went on one big Caribbean cruise, and then Mm -hmm. I spent five months in a hospital room. I didn't even really travel the rest of 2016, except to New Hampshire and Boston with my cousin. Um, 2017, 18, I traveled a lot. Yeah. I brought Maddie with me, but that was kind of my healing process. Sure. But this year, I didn't really get to travel Yeah, it doesn't seem, you went to New York so often. I've been on the road a lot. You're like, yeah. But I didn't get to, like, go on trips. Right. You know, and right now I'm just so tired. Like, you know, I'm kind of content at the moment, but, you know, there's so many, I would love, what I would love to do in my life, I want to travel everywhere, really. And I think about, like, from my political days, I have friends all over the country. I'd love to just kind of 
like just get around and try to see everybody. Or people have moved around so much. Like there are places right. I've never been to that people live, and I would like to just go and get an Airbnb and sure. Like, a friend that I lived with in Indiana for a while, she now lives in, like, the Carolina coast. I'd love to go. To, she's expecting her second baby, and I'd love to kind of... Hmm. I've never really spent time on the Carolina coast. I haven't either. That sounds nice. Like, I have friends in Atlanta. I have friends, yeah. like, all over. Even places I may have been on, like, a political trip but didn't really get time to... Yeah. Like, I'd really like to get... I have a cousin in Iowa. I've never mm-hmm. been to Iowa, you know. I'd love to just have time and, yes. you know, properly... I do love to travel. I love to just, but I love to do it the right way. I love to travel, and it's hard, though, because I just have to collect my emotional energy before I do it, because especially airplanes nowadays, I just have struggle with that. Not like paranoia. I'm just like, oh, I really would prefer to drive than fly, even though I know statistically it's more dangerous to drive. Still, I'm like, ugh. See, with all the driving back to forth to New York, I'm kind of... Yeah, you're going to have to give me your long-distance driving trips, because I do have a long drive ahead in a couple weeks. I don't really have tips. I just Darn. I just plow through. Do I don't know. Do you load up with coffee? Like, I'm worried I'm going to get sleepy. Well, the good news is, if you're driving to New York, you have rest stops out of Maine. You have I'm them all through the Mass Pike. You have them until you break off to go up to right. Ottawa, which you are going to have a couple hours. I'm going straight through Maine and across. Wait, straight through Maine? Yeah. There's a way to go up through northwest Maine, and then you basically skirt south of, what is it, Quebec, Montreal? Are you sure you want to do that with gas prices? It's it's actually uh, a shorter route. Oh. Yeah, to where I'm going. I just, the gas and stuff. But maybe my break is when we went to Ottawa, we went from Albany. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can't help you with, like, where the rest stops are, because Northern Maine. I need coffee. Yes, you're going to get acquainted with gas station coffee, probably, and Dunkin' Donuts. But in Canada, you have Tim Hortons. Okay, I will hit up some Tim Hortons. Um, and it's going to be your question. I mean, the one thing that was kind of cool, one time I went to Quebec from Maine. Yes. And I came back, I drove back on a Sunday morning, and I listened to an oldie station that was playing Hmm. oldies that I knew, but they were in French. So that was fun. Oh, neat. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to load up all but of my soundtracks. Podcasts? Podcasts? No, I think I'm going to have to sing. I think I'm going to have to go through, like, Phantom Les Mis, Miss Saigon, just I sing am. my way through this Hey, I listened, I listened to Les Mis coming back. Oh, there you go. Um, I, I can't do, like, one one type of entertainment the okay. whole trip. I usually have to play some music for a while. Yep. Then I'll try to podcast, but sometimes podcasting, listening to podcasts requires too much brain power. Yeah. Like, I just need to sing, and... Yeah. I'm a daydreamer, anyways. I know, daydreaming. I'm paying attention to the road, but my mind... I'm the same way. I'm I'm a thinker, so I drive and think, so that's why... Yeah. Which is probably part of the reason why I'm actually kind of looking forward to this trip, is because it's been a while since I've unplugged, gotten away from everyone. No offense to everyone in my life, but just gotten away and just had time to sit and be with myself and think i think it's time you need to get that fire lit that's this is part of my goals not resolutions for the new year (laughs) is to really tap into where i want to go from here tap into what i have so many ideas and so many projects i could be working on and figuring out where best i want to spend my energy in a way that's going to be lucrative enough to support me 
Mm-hmm. That's really my big goal. Well, for even this year. as I, I said in general, you know, we started this podcast right at school year, which right. is busy. Then holiday after holiday after holiday, I said, we need a good planning session. We need to sit down and plan, yes. Yeah. So hopefully that we can say exciting things are coming I to the Zenial Mom podcast. Well, we have so many thoughts in our head. You know, we, we will never run out of topics. I, my concern is we might um, overlap with some things we've already done. So and that's I okay. Wanna, I kind of want to, me being the administrative person I am, I kind of want to go back and hit all the topics that we've talked about and kind of put in some details. So we always have relatively fresh material. Yeah, but we're never going to 100% carbon copy anything because we're growing and changing all the time. So even if we did take, you know, a topic we've already done, we've got Mm -hmm. a fresher perspective because we're always growing and changing. We're watching our daughters who are growing and changing. I was exactly going to say that. I mean, every stage of life for them. The world is growing and changing. Yeah. That scares me a little bit. Well, you can't stress about it. I know you can't. There's nothing I can do. I can you just know? be my own little light in my small little universe over here. How was that? Was that? <laughs> That's all you can do. That's all you can do. I was, you know what? I had a profound conversation with my daughters. I'll have to talk. Sorry. This is not on our plan, but that's okay. That's what I love about this podcast. Yeah, we, um. Even if some people say it's disorganized. Exactly. Well, they don't know us. Nope. <laughs> uh, now I'm getting all Leslie Gore. You don't. You don't know us. No, I was. Um, uh, own me, not know me. <laughs> I, I'm not a yeller. You know that. I I rarely yell. It's just not me. I'm not comfortable with it. But my children were upsetting me quite a bit this morning, and I raised my voice, and I was not happy about it. And so in the car, we had a long car ride to the Girl Scout Cookie Rally. Hey, Girl Scout cookies are coming. It's the season. They're yep. coming. Be prepared. We're missing our rally because we have dance class yes. tomorrow. Um, so on the way to the cookie rally, I, um, I I talked to the girls and I opened up and I said, I do not like to yell to you guys. I, I don't like it. But I couldn't get your attention any other way. And so we started talking about why I need to do that. And that led into... Um, Listening while we were listening to the radio station, um, we listened to a Christian rock station, and they were talking about this man who had done something really kind. He'd gone to all of the um, in his little town. He'd gone to the utility providers, and he paid off everyone's bill. And it was only like five or six thousand dollars, which isn't much for even a small town. <laughs> some some people's bills are. Probably. I know, and so my daughters were listening to this, and then. So the whole conversation about how I was trying to be with them moved into this whole topic of random acts of kindness and what that means and how we can do that to other people. And I just, it was fascinating having that conversation with a seven and eight year old about, well, you know, like if you're at Dunkin' Donuts, you pay for the person behind you and it starts this whole chain. I've been on both sides of that. Yes. And my daughter um, at our Christmas Eve service, our pastor talked about how the congregation had gone out with, you know, just $10 gift cards or $10 of cash in an envelope and had found people and given them out. And my daughter, Joy, remembered all this from the Christmas Eve service and was talking about it. And I said, you know, these are the things that I think are important to us as goals for the new year. Not just about ourselves, but how can we better in very small ways the community around us, the people that we engage in on a daily basis? What can we do to just brighten up our little corner of the world? Which I was reading on the internet, there's a group of like 10 or 12 people that go out for breakfast and they each bring a $100 bill. Oh. And 
everybody's $100 bill goes to the waitress. So, like, that day the waitress will get, like, a nine or $900 tip. Holy cow. That's so sweet. I don't know if they do that once a year or yeah. once a month, but... There's, um, who was, I think it's Kurt Warner, um, Arizona Cardinals, uh, quarterback, retired. He and his family will go out and they will always choose a random table, whatever restaurant they're in, to pay the meal for Aww. when they go out to eat. He's just an upstanding guy. Which, I just football. Cool. Yeah, Patriots, okay, where are we at? Patriots have pulled ahead in the second quarter, 10 to 7. Okay, there you go. Of course, I second quarter. I it all this year, I have to admit. I don't get much time because we've podcast all, which is okay. Being we being an entrepreneur. Wait a minute. Is it Saturday or is it Sunday? It's Saturday, but it's playoffs. Oh, oh, I'm like, whoa, thrown off. Holy cow. I was like, wait, it's The playoffs Sunday? a lot of times are on Saturday. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That just threw me off so badly. Because we typically we have podcasted on Sundays. On Sundays, yes. Oh, my gosh, Carrie. And on Wednesday, let me tell you. Wednesday, I kept thinking the next day was Sunday because of having the first off. I was confused because the girls went back to school on Thursday. Yes. I kept thinking that was Monday. I've just been... It, what is it someone said on Facebook? Um, what it, This is the two weeks or, or whatever time period it is between when the kids get out of school and when they go back to school, like the first full week. Those like two weeks, it's just like, what, what day is it? What century is it? I'm so confused. I'm full of cheese. I'm full of cheese and wine. <laughs> um, I talked to my best friend in New York, and she, um, it was Friday, and um, she just had, her son had a friend over, play date. I'm like, they're not in school. I'm so sorry. That's oh what I gosh. said to her. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, some kids did have. They had history. two solid weeks off. Yes. Thankfully, we don't quite have that. But No. But, All right. So, so, 2020 predictions. You have you found I found website. some online. I right. found two different pages with and different perspectives. Here. There's one from Forbes that is more serious. Mm. Well, are they we'll depressing? Down. And where's the vino? I think I have run out, Carrie. The vino's <laughs> over here. I'm coming to the vino. Okay, you okay. come to the vino while I read. You read. I'm trying to get so that up way and your not mic not shouldn't be too messed up. Okay. Go I don't it. know if they heard me pouring more vino. They probably did. That's all right. Go for it. Okay, this is Forbes, which I think is a fairly legitimate source. And I'm just going to read the bullet points. I'm not going to read the whole article. But they say, the way governments engage in regulation will drastic, dramatically change. Hmm. Um, expect dramatic changes in higher education galvanized by, scandal, by the scandalous explosion in student debt. I can see that because a lot That's of people are even one. questioning. I, I mean, I... My daughter's godmother, now her stepdaughter's in high school, but she goes, we're even questioning if she should even go to college. Is it even worth it? Because you can... Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've been looking at in the industry I work in is um, 529 education plans cover um, any sort of higher education, including trade schools, which I think is an important mm -hmm. one. Because... Maybe people smarten up and let their kids go to trade schools, too, See, that, because... The, the thing is, my family has always been so big on college education. I mean, we're all... I think every last one of us on my mom's side is educated at some level beyond college, even. Whether it's a doctorate, master's program, or some master's program or certification program. We all have it, and that's always been important to us. But, okay, for me personally, my degree has nothing to do with what I do now. 
you know, not to get all daunting with you, Uh-oh. but as they kept saying, the world is changing. The world is changing. I did fin. Oh, for our listeners, and I did finish. She the series. did. We gotta I find the movie. the movie yet. It's no, but I'm gonna tease yeah. you too because you're mostly English, <laughs> and your ancestry goes back in America a long time. See, I come from. Yes. We do. Your family would probably view me as an immigrant because I'm only third generation American. I'm the first. Neither of my parents went to college. Supposedly one of my ancestors came over on like the second or third voyage of a Mayflower ship. We're not sure which one, but most of my family comes yeah, you're, you're goes old, to like 1600s in this family. You're old school American, which technically my daughter has lineage that goes which back. Which is awesome. Can she back. be in Dar? I can be in Dar. Daughters of the American I believe Revolution. she can. That's I awesome. I have to, it's through her father's, father's, father's family. And we're, we don't really talk to his family, but You can who still knows. do the research, though. Yeah, I think there's five potential people she may yeah. be descended from. Yeah, see, we talked and, about this when we went to the Black House. That's right. Uh, and saw the Christmas trees, which is awesome. Yeah. But I know Brian really wanted her to be in the DAR. He goes, well, you know, if she's in the DAR, you can be in the Sons of Liberty. And he goes, but the DAR is way cooler. <laughs> but see, as opposed to me, my earliest ancestor was here in 1893. Mm-hmm. That's the earliest ancestor. So we weren't part of the 1840s Irish. Wow. We were a later You're very wave. We were yeah. the... Um, the Tanneries in Woburn, Massachusetts okay. went over and recruited a lot of Irish. Interesting. Though not every branch of my family. What was the potato famine? Sorry, I'm off 1840s. Okay. So we were... So it was after that. I did find out, though, my grandmother's parents came over a little after the turn of the century. Okay. And um, they had an uncle that was already established in Woburn, so he probably came over a generation before. Okay. But nobody directly in my family. It was about 40 years... 60 years after. So they were definitely... Interesting. Yeah, so... Just interesting. Um, Mm. Then it says, There will be plenty of issues to royal American politics, which we know that. Yes. Current concerns over privacy will pale in comparisons to the worries coming as we realize the implications of the rise of the surveillance state. Uh, That is one thing that, and I know I've mentioned this on prior podcasts, that really concerns me is the interconnectedness of all of these programs. The fact that we have a conversation nowhere near your phone and then the ad show up. It shows up more on you. Like, you you have a strong Facebook ad. (laughs) I'm so middle of the road on a lot of issues that I feel like Facebook is constantly, like, we need to figure this girl out because on the one hand she's talking about this and on the other hand she's talking about this. One's really conservative, one's really liberal. How do we balance these things out? Mine sometimes don't make sense. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I lean one way. I, I'll acknowledge there are two sides of an issue and that somebody could um, come to a completely different conclusion and still... Yeah. Like, I think there are people who just blindly follow both sides. Right. You know, right. so... Which drives me insane, but that's a topic for another day. We don't yes, get to politics yes, on yes, here. Yes, yes, Okay, the world will watch to see if India, a diverse and multicultural state, if there ever was one, can hold together in the ri- the face of rising Hindu nationalism, which I didn't even know that was going on. I didn't know that was going on either. Drug lords will control a growing portion of Mexico unless we find a grassroots way to lessen drug Ooh. use here in the United States. Yeah, that's a problem. I still... You know what? I... For all my politics, uh, and I know we don't get into them, I'm a very hands-off kind of a person. Legalize it. Let's figure it out. Even the hard stuff? <sighs> Depends. 
I, I think we should lessen some of it, not for dealing, for using. I think we need to look more to, um, on the hard stuff, we need to look more at um, treatment than anything. Treatment and the circumstances surrounding it. See, that's kind of like, not to get too political. Because we know. don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people kind of figure I'm only getting out political because I've had two glasses of wine, Carrie. It's okay. It's okay. It's an open space. It's a safe space here. It's a safe space, yeah. And if anyone doesn't like it, well, they can leave us a, a weird review or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> no, but that's how I feel about with, like, Mexico is, or immigration. I know a lot of people feel, um, you know, well, people are here illegally. What I mean, I'm not worried about the people that are here that are law, otherwise law-abiding citizens that are just here for a better life with their family. And I'm not saying, oh, here you go, here's a free American citizenship. I do right. think that there needs to be a path to citizenship. Is that what I'm they okay use with a quotes? path? I'm okay with a path. I'm very Marco Rubio like that. Yeah. But I feel like we need to be cracking down on the people bringing crime and drugs into our country. The people yes. that are murdering our citizens. Let's worry about them. Yeah. Because clearly, you know, and also with like farms in California, food's rotting. Because nobody, work. there aren't enough people right. working to pick the heads of lettuce. Like, yeah. You know, I just wish it was a more humane way to. There's going to be something. I know. People much smarter than us are probably on top of this, but. Uh, we hope. We <laughs> hope. Maybe yeah, that'll be our 2020 goal is to preach. No. <laughs> okay, despite growing use of windmills and solar energy, global consumption of fossil fuels will expand enormously mm. as China, India, and other developing countries see car and truck unit sales mushroom by tens of millions. I believe it. That is such a problem. And I, I get it. Oh, gosh, it's a puppy. Anyway, we're, we're way in, more in politics. Well, that's the last... Do. Yeah. So what fun things do we have? Let's okay. go fun because otherwise we're going to, Amy who's drinking too much is probably going to get okay. uh, a little too political. Oh wait, this is 11 dumbest New Year's resolutions, but I think we're past Nice. Eight. 11 pop culture. Okay. That sounds wait, more fun. I guess scroll back up. Pop culture predictions for the 2020s. And this is from theweek.com. Um, oh, I have to laugh. The streaming boom, Gangnam Style, Baby Yoda. It's uh, it have been nearly impossible in two thousand nine to predict all the twists and turns pop culture could make in the twenty tens, twenty teens. Um, but this is what they say: one, dead movie stars will be the new alive movie stars. Oh, some more three D rendering and hologram kind of stuff. I'm trying to read this. Huh. Um. Please don't do it to Carrie Fisher. Poor Carrie. Although, I read somewhere that her estate would have been okay if they had to digitally recreate her. Oh, really? Yeah, they would have been okay with it. This one makes me laugh. Americans will get over subtitle phobia. That does make me laugh. And, well, the problem is, though, I was trying to watch Nar Narcos on Netflix. Okay. It's based um, in the 1980s mm -hmm. on, um, like, the um, DEA... Um, cracking down on like the coke trade to Miami and okay. Colombia, and I wanted to like watch it kind of as background noise, but kind of into it. But I couldn't give it the full attention with all the the subtitles. Mm. Maybe I'll have to revisit that. But yeah. that's the problem. Sometimes I can't one hundred percent right give the attention. It's not that I'm afraid of subtitles. Some of the stuff I love is has subtitles. I don't mind subtitles because quite honestly, after a while when I'm watching it, I 
I forget that I'm even breathing it while I'm listening. I know, it, it just kind of becomes that. But that if you're working word. on something else that you can't well, right. be reading all the if titles. you're working on something while listening to uh, that, like totally I can't write sense. a blog post and watch something with exactly. subtitles. I just can't. I know where you're going. Okay, this is interesting. A woman will become the head coach of a major men's sports team. It's coming, and they're saying. This year, Tampa Bay Buccaneers became the first NFL team to hire two full-time female coaches, while four women are already on NBA coaching staffs. See, I think it's going to happen first in a soccer or basketball. I kind of feel that too. That's more mainstream, um, mainstream major sports leagues where women are already participating. Mm-hmm. Football's a little more abstract. Um, I'm, I'm not sure going to lie; I follow the it. Patriots, but I still have no clue what's going on when I'm watching it. I'm, uh, people are going to hate me for this. I'm not a huge football fan. I can do, I, we had season tickets. I don't mind watching it, but it doesn't interest me enough, I guess. I get the gist of the ball going to the sides, but I don't I understand, understand each of the how it works. I would I'm still, still love to go to a Patriots game. Yeah. I don't know. I would just enjoyable going to the actual games, but it's... Baseball's probably the sport I actually understand what's going on. Yeah. Basketball, my attention spans short. Like, I'll be like, wait, we were up by five. Now we're down by seven. What was, like, because they're back and forth. Hockey, I love to watch. And I'm not going to lie, part fun. of it's like the fights and stuff. <laughs> I have a joke. I went to a fight like in a NASCAR. hockey game. Let's broke watch out. for the crashes. Yeah, I don't do NASCAR. NASCAR, you know, that's an interesting thing because I've been to a NASCAR race in Arizona again. <laughs> I went to pretty much every major sport I hit while I was living in Arizona. And... I didn't have the headphones on where you can listen to the pit crews and you can listen to the announcers. And so it was really boring just sitting there and watching the cars go around and around and around. And I looked around me and I realized everyone else was listening into what was going on in the pits, what the announcers were saying. And you miss out on that part if you're watching live and not listening to what else is going on. Whereas if you watch from home, you're getting all the commentary. I have zero interest in NASCAR. It was interesting. And even Brian was into almost every sport. He was not into NASCAR. Never dragged me in NASCAR, but he did like to watch Formula One. Okay, like the yeah. Grand Prix. All right. It said number four. Streaming will further blur the lines between TV and movies. Yes, we're seeing a lot of that with the new um, Plus channels that Disney's putting mm-hmm. out with some of the um, and even Netflix. They're putting out so much original content right now, which is amazing mm-hmm. stuff. It's quite changing. Honestly. It's changing how we view. Like my brother was asking me. Now, I'm at my parents at the moment. They have direct TV. I personally, I personally have um, Netflix. I yeah. had Amazon Prime. I got mad. I canceled. And um, what else do I have? YouTube, because I got tired of what I wanted to watch one of the series they have, and now I watch TV, YouTube like TV. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother's like, you're going to get Disney Plus? I'm like, not right now, because my daughter's content with Disney Junior. But when I get my new house, I may not get DirecTV. I may just do some streaming, different yes. streaming services. Cause and there's so many of them. You'd think the market would be saturated by now, but they keep They kind of are. Have, did you see the, did I send it to you? There was that thing on Facebook, a guy just standing out with protest signs. Yes, was that was hilarious. Like, no, no more, more streaming services. services. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'll just read through. Climate horror will be the new elevated horror, which I already think kind of has been. Like, Dante's Peak, all the, like, I don't know. 
And then <laughs> Avatar 2 will finally come out, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't interest me. Also, did you see Avatar? I'm sorry. I never I saw Avatar. Time, but I have never seen Avatar. It was gorgeous. It was actually really, I, I don't know how many people will feel this way. I have not I seen. I really enjoyed it. I have not seen The Descendants either, which at least in my daughter's school, everybody watches really? The Descendants. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen commercials for it, and I'm like, no, thank you. But okay, number one. Avatar n- was gorgeous. Really beautifully done. Okay, maybe I'll. You should watch it. Okay. But it's better on a big screen, so maybe we'll have to hijack Justin's, like, huge, I won't say the word, huge TV to watch it on. <laughs> Or other Amy, they have a wall Ooh, projector. Has a wall. Maybe we'll do Amy Two Dogs House. I've watched Patriots games on that, and I've watched episodes of Bubble Guppies on it. Oh, there. nice. Okay, we'll get a whole series of movies with a female James Bond. That's coming. I know it is. I'm kind of eh. I, I'm eh about it, but what is it? I keep seeing on Facebook. Dr. I never Q even see the regular James Bond. female lead to it. Um, they've done some Sherlock Holmes where um, Sherlock is female. They've done some of those recently. See, maybe this is another topic for another oh, no. time. And I'm going to okay. totally stir the pot and people are going to hate me. It's okay. We, we're going over. I am, oh, you know, I do think women should be able to do what men do. But at the same time, do we have to do stuff to prove that a woman can be in this role? Like, open doors for me. I'm good with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still, that's my other beef with I mean... If I have a beef with feminism, it's and the problem why I can't call myself a feminist. Mm-hmm. I can't one hundred get on board. Is that I'm all about women having the same choices, same but choices, I feel like men rights. get demasculated, and I don't like that. Right. But anyway, that can be another Zenia Mom so, podcast. Yeah. Um, number ten: music, by biopics, and documentaries are here to stay. Mm-hmm. And then the last one. We're going to find out what's on the other side of Peak TV. What's Peak, Peak TV? TV? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, it says, just ask anyone. We're living in the golden age of television. Mm-hmm. But what happens on the other side of Peak TV? Peak Hours TV? Is that what they mean? Uh, well, I'm thinking, like, remember NBC, Must See TV, yeah. Thursday Nights? Yeah. Or TGIF? Oh, my gosh. Remember those days? No, I, I, loved, I loved, like, 80s, 90s TV. Oh, man. We're probably about to find out, and soon. The anti-heroes of the prestige television era have already become a thing of the past. As streaming takes over as the default mode of watching television, the old standbys of the medium, like standardized half-hour or hour-long runtimes, will become obsolete. And while TV is generally constructed in standalone episodes or season-long arcs, we will likely see creators append those old givens of the format, mm. too. Additionally, we can bid farewell to blockbuster shows that everyone watches, like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, as streaming takes the pressure off the ratings and allows for more niche and untraditional content, plus Netflix, Amazon, Disney+, Apple TV+, and others throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. Some exceptionally great small-budget mm-hmm. programs will likely emerge. Which I'm happy about. I'm excited about that. Because there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Actually, my gaming friends have me now watching Witcher, which is another show, I think it's a Netflix original series, which is more fantasy-based, which goes along with what we all kind of play anyway. We still have to watch Undone on Amazon. I haven't done that yet either. So there's a lot of really good original stuff out there. I can't Well, the idea I love, too, is you think about it. When Cheers premiered, 
it was 77 out of 77 shows where now on network TV, it would have gotten canceled in like a week or two. And you think about how awesome you and I bonded over Cheers. Yes. And some of that stuff just, it's never going to happen again. We're never going to have a sitcom like that that was so amazingly well written and lasts that long on, you know, the major networks. I, just I feel like I kind of feel like the sitcom kind of ended around with how I met your mother because I remember oh, really? Brian kept comment he never watched it for the longest time and then all his right. friends started watching it he could never understand why I watched it then he sat and binge he goes this is like the old sitcoms yeah you know yeah you're right like that's that's dying out but it does I am excited because from Cheers to like the twenty aughts and the twenty teens things mm-hmm. get canceled right away if they it's do. not. And that's what I like about these streaming services is I feel like they give them a little bit more of a chance. Yeah. And I enjoy that. And it, it is more drama-oriented. You do see less comedies on these streaming services. Maybe that's just my perception. I feel like there are some comedies, but I feel like comedies are dumber now. Like, my humor. Yeah. It's more... Uh, it is more juvenile. I'm not into slapstick. I'm I like either. clever, but I like funny situations like, and stuff. I'm the I'm right with you. Like that's what I love about '80s sitcoms is the irony. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an unusual sense of humor that not everyone gets, and that's okay. I like Seinfeld. Just don't be in my Bumble inbox only talking about Seinfeld <laughs> and never mentioning asking a single Woo! question. Maybe we should end on that note. <laughs> yeah, because as you've you've. Yeah. Indicated, we've chatted. Yeah. Howard Carey, that's our longest episode. No, an so hour three do. minutes on my widow episode. Oh, okay, we're at 101 right now, so we might get there. <laughs> it could be like sports and we could count oh, down the time. We had two weeks of catching up. Yeah, we hope to be back on track. We hope we're to we're be hoping our, our, our episodes tend to run in real time, but we're also hoping to put some on the shelf that are timeless that we yes. can. Because, yeah, life gets away from us, and we get busy sometimes. Yes, and, definitely. And we, you know, we, the last thing we want to do is let you guys down. You know, we... We want to be weekly. It's just, you know what? We're two busy moms. But we're going to we're gonna get it. It's a goal. It's a goal. It's a goal. Not and a resolution. The, just saying. Okay. Patriots, 13 to 7 now. Take that, Titans. <laughs> Almost at halftime, 47 seconds to halftime, which in football time doesn't really matter. Okay. It's, it's like the points in that show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? I love that show. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where points don't matter. That. and I love that show so much. It just is hilarious. I'm sorry. That's, that's one of the few shows that just makes me laugh constantly. I love that show. Yeah. And I love, maybe because you're musical, but I don't know. Brian was musical too, and Brian... Could have been on that show. The way you could pull songs out of nowhere. Nice. Because I imagine it's one thing stuff. to be musical and trained, but to yeah. be able to have the wit to like take. Yep. Now I want to go. Well, I'm going to try to look up ability. whose line is it anyway. Oh videos. man, those guys were so good. Oh my gosh. At any rate, we should probably wrap up because it's uh it's getting late and um. Hey, the night's just getting started. It's Saturday. Oh my gosh, is it sa- I keep thinking it's Sunday. We Sorry, didn't. I'm telling you. All right. All right. Well, we hope you have a great week. Yes, we do. And we will see you next week when we hopefully, well, I know what our topic will be next week. Ooh, I know what will be next week. We've already talked about that. We already talked about it. So we will wait till next week. Next week might be a little bit more of a um, not drinking wine. Not drinking wine. I might need to drink wine for this one. We'll see. But it'll be a little bit more of a serious episode, I think. 
It's okay. Good. It's life, fun. life has its serious life moments. Has its serious times. Twenty twenty will have its serious exactly. moments. Yeah. So. Anyway, right. cheers to the new year, guys. And cheers. About, um, we got our glasses up. Cheers. Go Patriots. <laughs> and let's end with some Scott Holmes. Reach for success. Maybe we'll meet him in the 20s. I know. Maybe we'll. I'm going to try to manifest that. <laughs> He's going to um, be like, you guys are creeps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he will be. Do you think so? <laughs> He's too crazy zennial moms. Oh, my God. I think we'll be good. So why isn't my reach for success playing? Carrie. I, I don't know. Having, we're already having a technical You issue. have the laptop. I do have the laptop. And for whatever reason, Amy's having problems with the laptop. What the heck? Apparently. Can we end the episode oh, without this? Oh, I know though? why. Why? Because Amy didn't hit the right button. <laughs> there we go. All we right. Have, have a great week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs>